0: Hey, Gabe jumping in here with a quick cold open to the cold open. We're very excited that we have two guests today from Psychic Dolphin Garage, Kelton and Zach. I hope you have as much fun listening to this episode as we had recording it. I worked two jobs
1: in North Carolina. I worked in, I worked in, uh, in Abermaule. Okay. I worked in, uh, Hendersonville. Yep. And, uh, both of those were enlightening experiences. (laughs)
0: It's it's a whole different place. It's you know, it's a lot like say moving to Hollywood to pursue your dreams. Yeah, but
1: the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. The that Hollywood refuses to let
2: you do a smooth transition. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: what the All right, what the fuck are we talking about today, guys? <laughs> Unresolved
2: childhood trauma for the most part. Yeah, but, uh, that's why I
1: refuse to let us transition, okay?
2: Yeah. But so- uh You guys guys brought a
0: song to us. (laughs) All right. So what what song did you bring us that we had to subject ourselves to?
2: The amazing uh, song, Been to Hell by the one and only Hollywood (laughs) Undead. (laughs)
0: <laughs> a a masked band, a band we yeah, have actually and, and, mentioned
3: on the show. You know, one one thing that we if nothing else, we are a compendium of masked band minutiae So this is another masked band from the early two thousand teens, like two thousand eleven ish. and they're still yeah. around, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Still still churning out still music kicking? that uh uh it's it qualifies as, as technically music. So Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> I'd like to say, first of all, that this shit fucking rules. This is amazing. This is such a good song. This sounds like. This sounds like I'm about to wrestle Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship when I hear this. I'm just like, yes, let's fucking go.
2: Well, I mean, that, that makes sense. I mean, it was AOL.com's Rock Song of the Year. So. No. No.
3: So the no funniest way. thing about this is that AOL comes out with a list of Rock Songs of the Year?
2: Uh, yes, yes, and and... I I believe it won. Well, it would be even funnier if it was just nominated because you know that, <laughs> they they failed on the politics side of the awards process. Yeah, so. I just
0: I I never would have thought that AOL would have made the transition from failing internet company to um, like Spin Magazine
1: esque
2: <laughs> like business. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I... Yeah, they just missed the bus to get on board like the BuzzFeed listicle. Oh, yeah, so okay. they they kind of were stuck as just like Internet magazine and not uh and didn't make it into the, you know, the broader uh the broader pop culture of, of internet uh award givers.
2: Yeah. I, I guess to give people an idea as to what the aesthetic of Hollywood Undead would be, it would be if you took Slipknot and mixed them in a blender with Cypress Hill. And then you had the Backstreet Boys do the cover of those songs.
3: (laughs) That sounds about right. So the
0: first time I heard Hollywood Undead actually was in service of this podcast. Somebody had said, oh, you guys should talk about the Hollywood Undead eventually. And I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. (laughs) And And I looked it up. And I don't remember the name of the song, but the music video starts with them being... And I don't know if they're white dudes or not, but like... Being and if they are super racist, in a I,
2: okay, okay, I'm gonna stop you right here. They are <laughs> definitely white dudes, okay. <laughs> let's just get this yeah, let's... out in the open here. They claim to have some Hispanic origin, but just enough to get away with saying you know what words. So uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so they're but they're like in the some farm field ogling the farmer's daughter.
2: I believe you're talking about the, the quintessential song, "Coming in Hot." If I remember yes. correctly,
0: you. Oh God, mm. yeah, you are correct.
2: I'm Ugh. circling back in the through my memory banks, my mind palace, <laughs> garbage disposal. So,
1: I would imagine that the reason why nobody really, uh, or why uh, Hollywood Undead kind of fell off, you know, post like teens and post n- new metal era really is because they sounded like uh fake it by seether and and eminem and they kind of just got lost between those two aesthetics yeah because they didn't they didn't specialize into either one to make it out yeah like even even nickel mac e- nickel mac even nickel and cheese nickel mac will make uh- you jump jump <laughs> Matt, are you talking about Nickelback? (laughs) Ah, it's bad again. Uh, Even Nickelback made it out, you know, as a meme band.
3: Oh God, yeah, yeah, they do sound like they're aping Eminem with their like with their flow, I guess. Yeah,
2: I I mean, they have three main um, uh, rappers in the group: J. Dog, Charlie Scene, and Johnny Three Tears, which. Names aside, let, let <laughs> let's reserve judgment here, fellas. Um, they're all not, in continue. their mid they're all in their mid thirties or so now. They when they initially got signed, they were in their early twenties, like twenty one, twenty two, and each album they boomerang between trying to show personal growth and development as artists, and then realizing that no one in their fan base likes that. And then they go back and revert to (laughs) trying to catch the magic of the first album. And, uh, I mean, it just gets so much sadder as each progressive album occurs.
0: That would actually explain. So Darren found that they did an Operation (laughs) Ivy cover. And we were like, how the fuck does a band like this cover Op Ivy? And, like, surprisingly faithfully... And then produce Bend to Hell.
2: Yeah, they, they really do enjoy good bands, I guess. And and so <laughs> it's a shame they can't mimic that. <laughs> they can't
3: be one. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, so you've got Johnny Three Tears, you've got Charlie Scene. you've got J-Dog, and then there's two other dudes in this band. And one of them is just named Danny. Like, did he not get a, a cool name? They're just like, oh, well, you're just Danny. Well, was, you was see, I... uh,
2: Danny came into the band because they kicked their quote-unquote lead singer, mostly the guy who just sings the the choruses and the hooks, out of their band. And there's a there's a whole story to get to uh, uh, about that. Save that for a later point. <laughs> um, right. And they just yeah, you don't want to give him as... away too early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, They just knew him as Danny, and then they were like, okay, yeah, we're just going to call you Danny. You auditioned for American Idol, so you're less cool than us, so your name is Danny now.
3: (laughs) Just Danny. And then the last guy in the band is named Funny Man. I'm not making that up. His name is Funny Man. They were just like, well, he's the funny one, so we're just going to call him Funny Man.
2: He started off as a fan of the band during their (laughs) MySpace days. And just went to every show that they would throw in the local area. And eventually they were like, do you want (laughs) to join? And because they recently were swapping out one of their original band members named Shady Jeff. Because he pulled a gun on their (laughs) former lead singer. They were like, we have an opening available. And so Funny Man (laughs) stepped in. Shady
3: Jeff pulled a gun. You're telling me that a guy named Shady Jeff pulled a gun on their singer?
2: Yeah, wow. yeah. Their uh, their their singer named Deuce because yeah, like <laughs> real mature name. That's right. We all know these names
1: are so dumb. <laughs> this, is, this
2: is already the worst yeah. shit
1: ever. It, this Johnny already had three tears. He <laughs> he can't fuck up his branding now. yeah and we, and we
3: have
0: and, and ladies and gentlemen, we haven't even gotten to the lyrics yet. And this is I, shit. This I, is just a dumpster fire. this
2: is this is why, If you guys think I haven't written up a docket describing the full band history, you are goddamn mistaken. (laughs) I went through interviews where they criticized their own Wikipedia. I went through the origins. (laughs) I learned things about them I didn't even know. Did you know that they originally called themselves The Undead, and they released an EP, like they made it on a CD, that was called Hollywood. And then when they handed it to people, they were like, "It's so cool that your name is Hollywood Undead," and they were <laughs> and they like, went with "Oh, it. <laughs> yeah, that's a way better name. Let's let's do that." Yeah. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. This band just honestly I, I can't tell if they're get worse or better the
1: more I know about them. <laughs> like it's the first it's like the very first uh very very online like party band that we got to see that everyone just
2: forgot about. Yeah. Half the guys didn't even attend high school at all. Like they said that they did, but then they just went to the skate park that was right by it. And then one of the guys, Johnny Three Tears, is like five years older than the rest of them, and he likes to think of himself as a philosopher. And then when asked about like what he recently read last, he said, Paradise Lost by John Milton. <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well there's a lot of biblical imagery in these lyrics, so that actually kinda of makes sense to me. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean all right, fuck it. Let's, all right. let's dive. You're ready to dive. Let's just let's let's dive. Let's dive. Alright, so welcome to a city that'll bring you to your knees it'll make you beg for more until you can't even breathe
3: so this pisses me off right out of the gates because begging (laughs) is not an activity that should interfere with your breathing that's not a thing that (laughs) interferes with your airflow you're begging
1: you're still talking oh you poor sweet child yeah um, (laughs) i I, I think
2: i think think it's a double entendre about (laughs) the sorrow that will cripple yourself (laughs) But then also exhaust you, and then the other side of it as to um, certain m- moments that occur when certain things are happening where breathing isn't necessarily possible. They- they're very deep <laughs> lyrics, is-, is my point. He- he's a I'm true just saying artist.
3: They're-, they're skipping a lot of steps here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: a lot of vagary here.
3: <laughs> you beg, and then what happens that leads to you not breathing? Because it's not going directly from begging to not breathing. I'm calling I mean, bullshit on that.
2: To be fair, saying welcome to a city that you take the L train into, take an interview, go up three flights of stairs, then get told for a call back, and you know, figure out what you're going to do because rent is three days late, and then you have a panic attack, so you can't even breathe just doesn't have the same uh,
0: flow to it, you know? I don't know. I I resonated with everything you just said. Yeah, yeah, everything
2: you said is a a way better lyric
0: than
3: anything we're going to get today. Yeah,
0: let alone the next couplet. Your blindfold is on tight, but you like what you see. We'll get back to this. Uh, So follow me into the night, because I got just...
2: What you need, I can't defend this. Wearing a blindfold at night, uh, I just well, and then liking
0: what you see. So, like you like that you don't see anything is, is the whole thing because it's like whatever yes. you yeah. normally That's, see yes. is just absolutely atrocious. <laughs> like, is that what you're so? Like, so theoretically, this is a, a song about moving to Hollywood, potentially living your, yeah, you know, we've already talked about your rent, rent being three days late, you're probably not living in the best side of town. And you like that you're able to ignore the crushing poverty that you see around you. That's what I'm gonna take away from
2: from that line. He, he his ideal woman is a Helen Keller type. Is what is what we're getting at yeah, here, yeah. basically.
3: Yeah, I think the idea here is that you're, you're the darkness is preferable to the terribleness of the city, right? <laughs> like you, you like what you see when you're on when you when I put my weird blindfold on you. Also, this is very also psycho, like totally psychosexual, right?
2: oh yes
1: I don't know if uh, I don't know if you heard the first album any of the first album but (laughs) Charlie. I'll I'll, I'll answer that right now (laughs) with one word no (laughs) Charlie scene is uh, notorious for wanting to show off his dick
2: oh well thank god this is J-Dog the mature one you know
1: (laughs) yeah yeah with a name like J-Dog how could he not be (laughs) <laughs> exactly no so we're not even this isn't even like the the worst amount like the worst psychosexual like roller coaster we could be riding yeah we, uh, we could
2: have subjected you to their other hit song everywhere i go but we, we decided <laughs> that quite literally there were too many slurs in there and we didn't want to force you to read them no matter how hilarious it would be
0: <laughs> I, I think I think somebody's gonna eventually con us into doing that. Is the problem? <laughs> all right, uh, we're all rolling down the boulevard, full of pimps and sharks. It's a motherfucking riot. We've been dying to start. Real
1: yeah, cool, dude. Yeah, yeah real is. cool. <laughs> yeah. Are they rolling joints? Are they rolling on ecstasy? Will we ever know? They're rolling hard, man. See? They're like
3: rolling down in their fucking Honda Civics or whatever.
2: Also, I think <laughs> they're referring think. to pool sharks here, which that, that's like a very weird 1970s motif that they have going on—rolling down the boulevard with pimps and yeah. sharks,
3: pimps and sharks in their party, these right? Zoot suitors on the streets and. The
2: fucking, <laughs>
0: I mean, this song has a very Animal Farm motif in that they just list a bunch of animals throughout the song.
2: <laughs> so uh, it's not
0: like Animal Farm at all, but...
1: <laughs> hey, if they're, if they're referencing the 70s, though, remember that they're Hollywood Undead. They could be referencing, like, the L.A. riots. Is Hollywood Undead actually woke? Find out next week. <laughs> the answer
2: is no. The answer they just listened to Brian Setzer Orchestra, and then, you know, one guy was reading Animal Farm thinking it was deep so
1: (laughs) hey we finally stopped using slurs are we uncanceled
2: (laughs) (laughs) don't check later in the album for the love of god don't check later in the album
0: oh god all right you better grab a hold because now you know you're falling apart you thought these streets were paved in gold but they're
3: dirty and dark so this is another thing we're dirty and dark isn't a weird quality for streets like every fucking street in the world is dirty and dark that's just streets he's trying to be hard but he's just describing the concept of a street he's like you thought these streets are paved in gold but they're not they're just normal streets
1: he has to say that it's dark because he's saying so follow me into the night like we we want you to know that like you know he's setting the scene for the rest of the song
3: (laughs) Yeah, he's this is, this is a mood. He's establishing a yeah. mood.
2: Street cleaning is tomorrow, so this <laughs> yeah. <is> the dirtiest <laughs> they'll ever be. Come with me right now. Come with me right
0: now, and now we are headed right into this chorus. Bend to hell, I can show you the devil. Down you fell, can't hold yourself together.
2: Now, if you don't mind, it needs to be emphasized that everyone is singing along to the first three word little bits to yeah, really every- try and have us buy into this concept.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. It's, this is, this is, this is this a full this band operation. That, <laughs> yes. Uh, this is, this is, we've got gang vocals for the bend to hell, down you fell, and everything that rhymes with fell. And <laughs> there's just a bunch of ELL rhymes that go throughout the entire <laughs> chorus. I mean, good for the consistency on them, I guess.
2: <laughs> but then it, not to look, mention the fact the... that they also use the word devil so you know <laughs> let's not really um devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then we have
3: our boy danny no cool name other than danny is the guy that's singing the the counterpoint right mm-hmm.
0: yeah he's absolutely the, oh who's the le- he's he's the, he's the guy from uh lincoln park he's, right basically he's the american he's idol like... guy
2: I, I, I no, mean, but he like, like fulfills that. He's rule. more alive than the guy from Lincoln Park. So, <laughs> who won that battle, huh? <laughs>
0: Yikes! Oh man! All right, this this and this is the episode where we get canceled. But um...
3: <laughs> <laughs> we knew it was coming sooner or later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> of course, <laughs> it would
3: be Hollywood Undead but that <laughs> happened.
1: <laughs> they really missed the opportunity to uh, to reference the nineteen seventy Cadillac DeVille. Oh my oh, God! Oh,
0: yeah, real missed opportunity. I mean, I mean, clearly Danny's uh, historical reference prowess is not on par with just members of some random podcast that <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> that that am ten- Telling you, in terms of like white guy groups, we really are raising the bar. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> All right, so
0: soul to sell. Down here, you live forever. Well, you're dead. So if you're in hell, like you can never die. That's fine. Whatever. Um, welcome to a world where dreams become nightmares. Ooh, How do you think
2: shutter, you came shutter, up shutter. with those
3: shutter. lyrics? That's a that's a doozy. That's what you get when you read Paradise Lost. You know,
2: just <laughs> the, the, the beauty
3: pours right out of you.
2: Just again that that meme of like head's blood and be like, so if we have daydreams. It makes sense that we have nightmares, right, yeah. guys? <laughs> <laughs> just the, uh, the guy in the tour bus was like, what was that? Write that down. Write that down.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, the question is how high were they when they were writing this? And some people are their creativity and, and their juices get flowing and they write just amazing stuff when, when they're high. This band is probably not that. I can't imagine it gets any better.
2: What if I told you that this is them with their creativity fully juiced? (laughs) This is this is the peak. This is the zenith of their abilities right now.
0: (laughs) Are you telling me they all go to rehab before the next album comes out and it's just so much worse?
2: (laughs) 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 Because if no, what I'm saying is
1: is that is that. They had just listened to Bat Country, and the Avenged Sevenfold album Nightmare had just come out. (laughs) Oh Oh, man. And uh, and they were high off of that supply (laughs) before they started writing (laughs) this.
0: Yeah, that would actually explain why I was I I got an Avenged Sevenfold. I'm like, are they just trying to? They were just like, I feel like this band does nothing original and just does very poor covers of, like, just biting everybody else's shit trying to be famous.
2: That is literally their motif. (laughs) Um, One of the guys is uh, Charlie Seen. He is in a side project that's a cover band where they dress up as uh, Mexican Star Wars characters, and the band's name is Han Cholo.
3: Wait, they dress up as Mexican Star Wars characters, as in Mexican versions of existing Star Wars characters. Correct,
2: and the band is called Han Cholo. Han
3: Cholo. I'm trying so
0: hard not to laugh at that because it's just so yeah, terrible. I, <laughs> that's, that's I wish like I didn't know that. Bad. <laughs> Well, like, so I like the interpretation that they dressed up as Mexican Star Wars characters. So, like, as the Mexican actors who were in the original Star Wars movies. Oh, like, you just sweet random, summer like... child. <laughs> 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 so, like, just they play, like, extras and, like, you know, maybe some
3: of the Jedis from, like, the prequels. <laughs> It's like, no, there were a couple
1: of Mexican Jawas, I swear. Don't you recognize who I am? I'm that I'm that extra from that one scene. Yeah, I'm I'm Trooper4273
0: from Empire Strikes Back. Do you not recognize me? Oh Lord. Han Cholo. Han Cholo. That's I I I am a worse person for knowing that. That is a fact. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try to we're all that worse as soon people
2: for reviewing this band and this song. <laughs> Again, I'm so sorry.
0: No, it, it's fine. We, you know, it, it was going to happen at some point. It, the people have been clamoring for it, and like the little <laughs>
1: piggies they are, we will dole out this
0: slop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: words to jump into the next uh so then we get the, <laughs> the next verse
3: post chorus which is just welcome welcome
2: <laughs> which honestly welcome. <laughs> if you ask
3: me doesn't doesn't sound very welcoming no
0: in the belly of the beast i'm a wolf amongst the sheep at the bottom of the hill but at the top of the street.
3: So we got two biblical allusions. I'm telling you, this dude read his Paradise Lost because these are two (laughs) biblical allusions. He
2: read three books in Juby, and this was one of them. He doesn't quite
3: get them right, but the belly of the beast (laughs) is referring to Jonah and the whale, and the wolf among sheep is, you know, the the Jesus sermon where uh, he says to beware of the wolf in sheep's clothing. And you will know yeah. him by the fruits of his labor. So he, like, he's he's going for something here. But the problem with the Jonah and the whale story is that it's a story about redemption and salvation, which is not at all what he's going for with these lyrics.
2: <laughs> I can't yeah. imagine that this individual would mix his metaphors. <laughs> it seems so beneath him.
0: Yeah, again, who are we back to again? This is j Dog again at the top. Johnny 3 Tears actually. Yeah, now Johnny we got... 3 Tears. Yeah. So they don't cycle through the the singers, I guess. Um or do they? I can't remember. No, so the
3: the first verse is one guy is j Dog. Uh, okay. And then okay, the so last J-Dawg. verse Who's the last verse?
2: Charlie Scene. Charlie okay.
3: Scene. And so Colin now we have Johnny. himself.
0: <laughs> oh god and so we have johnny so, Yeah. Freeders so we have the three, right three
3: main singers in one one verse each right they're like it's like a cipher
2: that's right and that's, then uh, that funny man and DeCurls, who is their drummer who doesn't usually do vocals they're there in the chorus with danny uh d- yeah. doing all the shouting 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 at the Good devil for them
0: you know you gotta you gotta get that get that paycheck somehow i guess <laughs> <laughs> six
2: ways either way
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right above the boulevard schoolyard victim of deceit that's just that's a shitty shitty rhyme scheme there but whatever (laughs) and you're running hard but this wolf's is always at your feet
3: and they're fucking mixing up their wolves again this is a different wolf (laughs) The wolf outside the door is not the same wolf as the one that just dresses in the sheep's clothing. That doesn't make any fucking sense. This is the one that chases the three little pigs. And he, he huffs and he puffs and he blows your house down. That's not the one in the sheep's clothing. <laughs> God damn it. Get your wolves straight.
1: <laughs> also, we were just in the dirty and dark streets. And now there are wolves. I mean, for no reason.
2: vacation is really hitting uh, L.A. hard. I mean... There are boulevards, schoolyards, they're going from the bottom of hills to the tops of streets, you know. It's resembling San Francisco, I guess, is what they're getting (laughs) at.
0: And apparently wildlife is invading the
3: city. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Very strange. The, the Silicon Valley area of hell is where they're at right now.
0: Yeah, so again, so we're going to have another wonderful, as Darren pointed out, wolf metaphor coming up. <laughs> as you've seen it all before, but the wolf's outside your door, and you're old enough to run, you ain't hiding anymore.
2: Uh, okay, so again, he's a wolf amongst the sheep, so he's hiding, and he's at the bottom of the hill. Like, he's waiting, almost, and then you're running, supposedly, away from him, but the wolf is always at your feet, like it's nipping at your heels. So his sheep sheep disguise is
0: not very good. No, no, no.
2: (laughs) Regardless, if I saw even what I thought was a sheep running towards me, (laughs) trying to bite my ankles, I'm not going to stick around. I mean, like, that sheep's got places to go, right? But... (laughs)
3: But then he's outside your door, so he you're running away from him, but also you're in a you're in a different you're in an interior room and he's in the exterior. Like you're inside and he's outside, but you're still running from him. Yeah. But then my favorite part of this whole thing is the next line where he says, You're old enough to run. Like what the fuck does
2: that mean? <laughs> he's chasing a toddler. That that's yeah. what's happening right now.
0: He's like he's playing the most dangerous game is basically what's going on. I here. think that's what's going on.
2: He's just releasing
0: a toddler into the streets of Los Angeles and hunting it
2: with a wolf, and he's having to chase it. Meaning the toddler putting up quite a fight right now. You know. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I guess he just doesn't have the cardiovascular ability that uh, he used to have in his younger days. That's 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 what I'm going to go with.
2: <laughs> really, such a shame. So many missed opportunities.
0: So and so and but one opportunity they did not miss is. Another victim of the star-spangled banner of the street. Shout out
3: Francis Scott Key.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. So let's get this straight here, fellas. All right. Um, These super creative types are playing on biblical allegories, on uh, hell themes, and now we're pulling in uh, Americana, but with a twisted sense of nostalgia for it. So, these are clearly some very creative types that work here, you know. (laughs)
0: This is just, the Star Spangled Banner of the Street, the first time I heard that lyric, I laughed so fucking hard that I was like, started getting into a coughing fit. Like, I couldn't (laughs) believe how bad of a lyric that was.
2: Can I tell you though, that when you are 16, 17 years old and you hear that and you feel it resonate inside you, that's when you should know that you're doomed for mediocrity. Like, <laughs> you're like, yes.
0: So when you're like a 16 or 17 year old upper middle class white dude listening to this, and you're like, "Yeah, this shit slaps." It's like absolutely. That's what you know?
2: <laughs> it, it really hits home, you know, in your father's Mercury Mariner. It, it's just <laughs> really Same making you own. feel some things, you know.
0: <laughs> and none of them are good. I'll tell you that yeah. much. <laughs> not, none of them. Are good. <laughs>
3: And now right. you're in the world of the wolves, Gabe. You're in the world of the
0: wolves. And we welcome all you sheep.
2: All right, so the, the, the world is full of wolves, but also full of sheep somehow yeah, at the, this at the is, same point this, in time. I
3: think that this is like an alt-right kind of ideology about like, you know, wolves and sheep or like alpha chads and beta cucks,
2: right? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's uh, the
3: distinction that he's trying to draw
2: here. I mean, and I, I understand, like, I guess what he's going for, but if the wolves already exist in this world and the sheep are going from one world to another, the sheep somehow have trans dimensional teleportation abilities, which makes them pretty cool <laughs> sheep, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: I do want to say that clearly, so this song, like, kind of starts out about, like, describing how awful this life is. And then goes into this thing of like, oh, no, we are actually the shitty people who make will make your life shitty here. And there's no redemption of it. There's like no seeking of solace or providing shelter. There's just sociopathic abusing of people who are trying to find their dreams in Hollywood.
2: It really plays on the whole, like, well, I'm an asshole, but I'm going to tell you I'm an asshole, so (laughs) it's okay, you know?
1: Yeah, which just means that the Star-Spangled Banner of the Street is actually referring to their thin blue line Punisher
2: sticker. (laughs) (laughs) I know that y'all oftentimes try and wonder what could be turned into a leftist anthem. Let me beg you. Please not this song. <laughs> Never this Oh, I'll do song. it. I'll do it.
0: <laughs> oh, we this could easily. There are some very creative types in the DSA and I think they could make this a a hell of a leftist uh leftist anthem.
2: <laughs> DSA, Hollywood Undead, Redemption Arc Caucus. Yeah. I mean.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, go, ahead, go ahead and submit
0: that to the DSA Caucus Generator. <laughs> 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 All right, so then we have the chorus again. We don't need to talk about that anymore because that in no way adds any new information to this song. And uh, so we're into our third verse. Who is? So we're gotten through Johnny Three Tears and J Dog, and now we're on. I uh, forget the last guy's name.
2: Charlie Sheen. Charlie till you Seen. see my face.
0: Oh God, I just I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and yes, he did get it because that's when Charlie Sheen was super popular. In mm-hmm. the late aughts, so he thought it was hilarious. Well, I mean, he was a been... scene kid.
0: Yeah, scene kid, yeah. Charlie Scene. Yeah, it's uh It's not difficult to unpack, but I still really didn't want to do that. So y'all, uh... <laughs>
2: y'all saw the music video to this song, right? I did. I, Darren I usually did
3: doesn't. I don't watch music videos. I hate them.
2: You, 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 blessed creature. <laughs> um, <laughs> You really are just a being of pure light and joy in this world of wolves, apparently. Um, Fun fact about the music video for those of you who decided to make it this far. It tells the story of three people. One is a uh, waitress who's trying to be an actress. One is a uh, woman who is trying to make it as a model. And one is a man trying to be a guitarist, right?
0: Yeah, he's trying to be a musician or something like that, or a yes, lead singer yes. or something. Uh,
2: the waitress wasn't really played by uh, anyone truly of note. The model was played by a porn star who is now retired and has two lovely children, so good on her. And the guitarist was played by Charlie Seen's brother. <laughs>
0: That is exactly the level of production value that I saw. I'm trying to make movie. an
3: Emilio Estevez joke, and I'm just coming up
1: short.
2: <laughs> Guido Emilio is his name. That's what he rolls with.
0: I hope I hope he has a-, a terrible stage name like that.
2: Because
0: <laughs> as we know, it is perfectly okay to say slurs against Italians. So... <laughs> Oh God! All right, so we're into Charlie Scene's verse. You need to wake up and face it, so you can taste my reality. More psychosexual stuff, right mm. there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you taste my reality. <laughs> taste my reality. I mean, that's <laughs> the question is we need to like ask some women like how hot would that be to say to them? And my guess is not very.
2: It's um, like the darkest tagline to a five gum hat you could ever hope for. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up and face it so you
3: can taste my reaction.
0: <laughs> now you're stuck in this place you hate, and you came here so happily. So, I mean, like, there's almost a little bit of, like, hey, this you're in a shitty situation. Like, you came to this place so hopeful, and now you hate it so much, right?
3: Yeah, Yeah. I would argue that this is an anti-capitalist
2: anthem. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the turn. I was wondering when it would happen. (laughs) It always happens
0: at some point. I mean, they are deconstructing capitalism within the third verse, which, I mean, the third verse is a great place to make that turn. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yet again, going on some truly unique and unused tropes of, (laughs) guess what, if you move to L.A., it's not going to be everything you could hope for. Oh, who could have seen this coming? <laughs> We're the this first is band It's like ever already like the third
3: song we've dealt with that does this shit. It's just like the most boring trope of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all these artists, that's all, that's the entirety of their experience is like they moved to LA and tried to become a musician. And so they're just like, all right, well, I guess that's what I write about. Just an it, entire it, it, fucking album of that. And everyone's well, like, it, I don't relate to this at all.
2: like, it's really shitting on a, a fairly decent profession. Like, if you can make it as a studio musician in L.A., that's pretty fucking great. And, and yet, you know, in oh, yeah. so many movies and everything else, they're like, ah, oh, look at this piece of shit job I gotta work.
3: Like, I mean, yeah, on, that's what's guys. so crazy about all of this stuff. It's not uniquely terrible. It's just like <laughs> everything is terrible about capitalism. And so no matter what avenue you pick, you're going to have shit and they just happen to pick an avenue where the shit is like a a very certain type.
0: Yeah, the bend to hell is the hell of capitalism. That is exactly what they're (laughs) describing in this song.
2: No, 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 no. Say goodbye to your soul and say
3: hello to your vanity? What makes you vain and makes you lose your soul but having to just sell out to a commercial enterprise?
2: yeah we keep can- doing this. I'm gonna make y'all stand the next Charlie scene song. <laughs> I'll find my way back on this podcast and we'll go all slurs all the time yeah i just I
1: just can't relate to the whole l a experience. That's why I only listen to uh you know small like country bands where it's just a banjo and a guitar and they sing about how hard it is to show up to work on time <laughs> every day. That I is
3: didn't. that is very relatable content to be honest. I mean. That is
0: extremely relatable content. You know, almost as relatable as as living under an oppressive capitalist system that fucks with <laughs> your sanity. <laughs>
3: yeah. And then the next line, Hollywood is your friend and the undead are your family, right? The idea of like capitalism tries to bore itself into your very into, into your friendships and your familiar relationships so that it can totalize and take over even that stuff. They, they understand this shit. They've read their fucking in
2: there Because they <laughs> fucked up on the CD. That's the only reason that they have that. There's no deeper meaning to be found here. Uh-huh.
0: I don't know but I I think you guys are you guys are not thinking. You need to open your mind. You need to stretch your mind. You guys are the psychic dolphin garage. <laughs> <laughs> stretch your mind and open it up to the reality that Hollywood
3: Undead is the most woke socialist band out there. Yeah, this is some oh, no. altuarian shit, man. These guys are like talking about like overdetermination and they they know what they're talking about.
2: This is exactly why Trump is going to win in 2020. <laughs> this, this reason right here. <laughs>
0: No, no, no. no. First off, first off, you think we're being ironic. That is a post-irony podcast. It's post-irony, yeah. Uh,
2: First we had the Marianne Williamson thing turned on us, now it's Hollywood undead. Oh, God. Everything's just burning to hell.
0: Hey, this is a world where your dreams become nightmares. <laughs> oh god. Alright, let's that get one. let's get through the last four lines here. We'll All take right. you to the edge and turn your regret into agony. And I'll never let you go because I know you'll come back to me. Jesus. I mean,
3: this is yeah, this is another thing that makes no sense. I'll never let you go because I know well then why don't you just let them go if you know they're gonna come back to you? <laughs> what am I missing here?
2: Well, I no, mean, it's, no, it's, no. It's it's, it's like I know you have battered woman syndrome, and that's why I keep you locked in a room all the time, you know? Like, it's fine. It's a totally <laughs> normal, healthy thing. Well, I'm I mean, a wolf. You're a sheep. Uh, uh, you're you're,
1: yeah.
0: you're a laborer selling your precarity to the upper class, and you, you think that one day you'll become part of that upper class, so they know they can treat you however they want. I mean, this uh, – again – Again, this is extolling the horrid reality that is capitalism in American society.
2: I knew we should have gone with number 5. But <laughs> I mean, I mean
1: it's it's cute, right? It's just, like, haha, they say you're supposed to let go of the things you love and if they love you back, they'll if they'll come back to you. Yep. Like he's saying that we already Love them back.
2: One by one, I feel like I'm the last person standing on
1: this island. You've made it this far in the song. If you've listened this far, then you already love us. (laughs) Uh,
2: And
3: then the last line, I'm the reason you came here. I'm the American tragedy. And the American tragedy, fellas, is a little thing I like to call capitalism. (laughs) why <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> oh, the band God. didn't even like the song this much <laughs> that's why they had some german industrial metal band do a remix of it okay and it was they objectively standing better. This too hard the
3: the remix is is way better than the song itself that oh my remix is like I mean, it's not good, but like it makes the song immeasurably better. <laughs> yeah, first off, like one of my
0: biggest, my biggest beefs with this song aside from all of the lyrics <laughs> is like I hate the guitar tone so fucking much. And like the remix, I was like, I, this is way better. Like objectively, one, cause actually in the remix, like, The song changes throughout, like they add new and different stuff to each verse and chorus. And so they actually are, you know, musicians who do something interesting with the composition of the song.
3: It's still not good, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, because the source material is so terrible that... Yeah, I they, mean like, they know, do something better than I could ever imagine doing
2: with it. Like exactly it's I mean, pretty it, impressive to be honest you, with you. I
0: mean when you're trying to polish a turd, there's only so much you can do, right?
2: Like I mean, they the band has a history of doing this, of where they'll release an album, then they'll do a remix album. And when I was younger I thought, Oh, this is so cool, look at all the, the platforms that they're giving other artists And now as I'm older I realize it's because they know the quality of the work they churn out. And so they're like, ah, someone can make something better, I guess, out of this. I don't know.
3: And every single one of their remixes is better than their original. Like, it's almost not like, to a song, every single one is better. Yeah. It's crazy. It's it's crazy how (laughs) self-aware you are that you're not if you don't notice that. Like, hey, everybody does our songs better than us.
2: We like better bands than us. The music we make is better when other people do it. Huh.
1: Yeah, they only, they they were pulling from, like, you know, decent source material.
0: Yeah, I mean, the agonies of capitalism.
2: (laughs) Maybe I was the sheep the whole time.
1: (laughs) Come join the wolves. (laughs) the wolf
2: pack (laughs) oh god
0: this this um i mean not joking this song is absolutely atrocious um but i i have to i have to ask the question (laughs) guys does this song bend to hell by the hollywood undead does it slap
2: a thousand times no absolutely not and now I'm terrified to know what the other answers will be. <laughs> this weird post-ironic recording.
0: So it's a hard no for
3: me. Yeah, even I am not ironic enough to say this song slaps, even though I kind of want to. But no. Oh, no. Oh, yikes.
1: Well, suddenly I'm the one on the island. <laughs> you, you
3: bought into our
1: like anti-capitalist message that they were trying to feed you? No, I just I I listened to the to every single song that Hollywood Undead has this like these past two weeks, and I've like slipped back into 2010, 2012. Maybe. No, 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 <laughs> and, no, no. no. And, like <laughs> that that perfect blend of you know the perfect blend of of Avenged Sevenfold and Tech Nine is like. <laughs> it it like hits somewhere in there really good oh man uh you know i can ignore the prs uh uh the prs and marshall uh head uh
0: like that's yeah you're right that's exactly what that sound is oh my god
1: yeah yeah like like I, i i can i can like get over that sounding a little aged now in my brain but nobody does this anymore so it's like oh wow this is like almost fresh it's like peeling the plastic wrapper off of those you know vintage cds that they didn't sell just
2: because you haven't had an mre in seven years doesn't mean they'll <laughs> say it's good sec
0: first off nobody does minstrel shows anymore doesn't mean they're gonna be good if you go <laughs>
1: want to say if i already enjoyed menstrual shows (laughs) why would i not enjoy menstrual shows now i don't know probably you'd
0: love have lost your hearing that'd be my guess i don't (laughs) just be bones and dust at this point uh so well all right so so you, you think it slaps then is that the that's the question uh
1: Slaps is such a nebulous term really. My <laughs> oh my <life>. god.
2: <laughs> so you're all answering right. this like someone asked you <laughs> like According what to are the we American Heritage Dictionary <laughs> slaps refers to. <laughs> all right, the all way right, John you. Milton would describe slaps <laughs> is as
3: <laughs> Does it slap in a theological sense? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, it do- it objectively does not slap it's just uh it's just i look back upon the sound fondly <laughs> that's that's fair no i mean that's fair i get that we
0: do we do have this uh we do have this thing that we tell folks that when they suggest songs to us we're like do not suggest one of your favorite songs from like being in high school or whatever
2: because we will absolutely ruin (laughs) it
0: like we've ruined songs for ourselves that we thought were good and then listen to them and we're like no this is atrocious i can't believe i was into this (laughs) i was a fool cool all right and we're out today we had two new priests to the temple of slap Our friends from Psychic Dolphin Garage Would you all introduce yourself
2: Hey guys, uh, my name's Kelvin
0: Guys, I'm Zach
2: We're part of the Psychic Dolphin Garage podcast We're kind of a pop culture, fuck around podcast Uh,
1: Follow us, follow our podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts And follow us on Instagram Next time on Does It Slap We'll be talking about Party
0: for One by Carly Rae Jepsen You can find Does It Slap on iTunes, Spotify And wherever fine podcasts are found A huge thank you to our guests, Kelton and Zach from Psychic Dolphin Garage. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Dolphin Garage. If you like what you heard today, please share this episode with one person that you think would also enjoy it. Word of mouth is still the best way for us to reach the most people with our leftist music critiques and cultural commentary. Follow us on Twitter at Does It Slap Pod. Our theme music is brought to you by the patron saints of slap, New Junk City. You can find a link to their band camp in the episode description below. Our cover art was designed by Jeremy Hammond. Follow him on Twitter at JeremyThunder. Thanks for listening to does It Slap. We'll catch you next time. Boom, and we're out.